I'm sorry. You can't just dress up a pony and call it a cow. <laughs> can't you? I mean, you can, but it's still a still a pony. Is it? Yes. Genuine knows all about this. Hey everyone, welcome to Toss Out the Scramble Days of Frasier Podcast. I'm Dave. <laughs> Diana. <laughs> and today we're talking about episode 910, Junior Agent. Ugh, there's Blump. <laughs> oh, I guess it'd be like a Fraser Blump being like, Fraser. Yeah, I like the, the idea that it's just it just says the word Fraser and nothing else. Nope. Twenty one forty one. All right. Who's that writer? The writer is Bob Daly. Oh. Who, yeah, he's written a fair number of episodes. Uh, he, most notable ones that I wrote down were uh, the dog that rocks the cradle, sliding Frasers, and the new friend. One of the problems I have sometimes with uh, writing these down is that. Executive story editor and written by are listed in the same section on IMDb. So he's executive story editor for so many episodes, it's hard to pinpoint the ones that say written by next to. Ah. So, anyway, that studio. So here we are uh, listening to uh, Dr. Zach's show. Yeah, Dr. Zach, everyone's new favorite. Roz is into it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like a sexy show. Yeah. It's like, what? I guess like Dr. Drew, didn't Dr. Drew have like a sexy? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I think at this time on the radio, there was also that other woman, I don't remember her name because, but there were like lots of these kinds of radio shows where they would be like late, later at night, mm-hmm. people call in with their relationship sex questions and, uh-huh. and such right and yeah it was weird <laughs> yeah i i only actually knew of dr drew because of the loveline show on mtv mm-hmm. i never like i didn't realize he was like a radio psychiatrist until much later mm-hmm. uh because i just knew he, was, he had that show with like I but think he's Adam an Carolla. actual doctor yeah yeah he is legitimately a doctor I don't know if Dr. Zach is. I don't know either. Oh, I love... Okay, so Fraser says it's suggestive smarmy sleaze. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think he's implying that, like, the show, it, like, the content yeah, yeah, yeah. is... Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so he goes through all of these other talk, like, psychiatry talk shows that mm. have been on the air and were popular for a time, including Dr. Mary's show, so yeah. is she not... Well on the air anymore well i don't know because the thing is like he says he starts off by saying he expects dr zach to get you know run for like four or five weeks top so we know he's been going for 10 Mm -hmm. but he's putting dr mary in the same category as all these other ones that we've never heard of and Um, professor hugs professor hugs yeah but we know dr mary was like really popular for a while yeah it was at least, like, a year that she was very popular. Yeah, I definitely wrote down that, like, Dr. Mary was definitely significantly more popular than whatever he's implying with, with these other people. I do like On the Couch with Jeff and Lars. Mm-hmm. Because there's two. 
Yeah, and the, that's a that's a crowded couch. Yeah, like, it's I, just too full. Like if they're all on the couch, it's a king couch. <laughs> they have to be, yeah. No, they're both sitting there, and then it has a little reclining section <laughs> out. I see, I see. It's got to be that. So my therapist has a couch. I've never laid on it. Mm-hmm. Cause do you sit on it? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Right in the middle. Uh-huh. Right where two cushions meet. <laughs> so I fall right in between them. I don't. Good call. Because mm-hmm. it's a sturdy couch. Uh-huh. I usually just sit on a chair. Once I sat on a beanbag chair, <laughs> that was fun. Yeah. She didn't, she didn't. She got rid of that, though. Or, like, I think it was just there. Mm-hmm. And then I used to just sit in a chair. And then I was like, this couch is comfortable. And now I just always sit on the couch. I see. I'm just letting you know. Yeah. Jeff and Lars aren't there, though. <laughs> it's just me. Uh-huh. Just just me on the couch. Might be a much more interesting session if they were. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, a lot would be happening. <laughs> I would imagine. So Kenny really wants Fraser to do, like, theme shows so they're better competition because the ratings are going down yeah. for the show. Because and they need to spice things up. Yeah. Because the thing is that, like, while it seems like Dr. Zach's show is very sex-focused, also, they have theme shows. And we get that from some of the stuff Roz is saying. Um, But I just wrote down that Kenny is thirsty. Yeah, Kenny is thirsty. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Because, Which like, we already know that. True. Yeah. But I forget what he says that it implies that in this. I don't even remember either. I just know they get the one call and it seems like things are going to happen with. So why are they listening to Dr. Zach show in the middle of yeah, it's during... Fraser's show? It was during the commercial break. That... I know. It's just but... so strange. Yeah. And then Garth, you know, we get the call for Garth and, mm-hmm. you know, about this thing that happens between all couples, you know, mm-hmm. all couples have this. Yeah, and it's weird to talk about it. Yeah, it's embarrassing. Yeah, but I just won't use my real name. It'll be fine. Anyways, let's just get to the real meat of the issue. It's the household budget. (laughs) (laughs) But Kenny's so sad. Yeah, yeah. It's like, ah, boo. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, yeah, that stuff gets some ratings, but it's not like... Well, that's also just not what Fraser's show is about, primarily. Right. Right, yeah. So, I don't know, but... It does probably need to be, like, pitched and marketed in a different way. And they have a whole, like, we had this before with the one group that came in to see who was listening to the shows. Oh, yeah, yeah, the focus group. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. And they probably Shalhoub. need that to, like, remarket them or something. Yeah, I think I do think they need to, like, take some time and figure out, like, what's working and what's not. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how this biz, biz works. <laughs> I don't know the biz works. Okay, so now we're in Fraser's apartment. This mm-hmm. is the dynamic that continues to happen. Yeah. Martin, Niles, and Daphne are doing some goofy thing together. Yeah. So now we see that this is an ep- episode all about Martin's health again. Yeah, it's like I two guess. in a row. Yeah. Um. So he needs to take these cholesterol pills, and he's having all the sausage for breakfast. Yeah. And, but later, he's definitely eating bacon. Is he? I didn't yeah, even know that. Yeah, and I'm yeah. just like, yeah. Just because you take a cholesterol pill doesn't mean you can just eat whatever you want, right? Yeah, it it's means... funny because he was just on that like healthy heart diet, right? You would probably still be on that, or like a healthy cholesterol diet thing. Yeah, like it, yeah, taking your cholesterol pill 
is to help you bring it down not to like make it so you're allowed to eat as much as you want that doesn't that doesn't work but he's like just eating like sausage after sausage after sausage and also he's doesn't he say he's been on this for like four years or something yeah like you gotta change like if you need to take a cholesterol pill every day for four years you need to cut out some of this sausage he's eating too much sausage i know like that's it's too much. It's way too much. He's just he can only eat like that plain plain Cheerios. Just like <laughs> yeah, whatever a baby eats essentially. <laughs> it's like plain Cheerios, animal crackers, uh huh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. mashed up peas, <laughs> right, and maybe like mashed up turkey. <laughs> I mean, his teeth still work. We know only, that we see only him what a what a baby eats. <laughs> we know they work because we see him bite into the sausage links. What a weird thing for babies to eat. <laughs> yeah, let's just get some meat, just blenderize it up. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't. This is weird. Is it? Yeah, I mean, I know you do that for your pets, <laughs> right? But that's just what pets eat. Uh huh. Babies aren't your pet. <laughs> I mean, are they not? Well, I mean, I guess when they're little, you have to take care of them. Mm-hmm. Way more than a pet. Yeah. Because all they want to do is like hurt themselves and also they can't really move around unless you pick them up. Yep. You have to like change their diapers and like you feed do for most pets constantly. Mm-hmm. Well, no, you take your pet outside. <laughs> right. To go to the bathroom. To clean its diaper. If you mean the litter box, then sure. yes. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so the main point of this thing is that Martin doesn't want to have to go and like get a new prescription written because he'll have to get an entire physical to get it, and he just wants Niles to write it instead. That's He's been what... doing this for years. So yeah. like, why now is he so tired of it? But also, like, is he getting a physical every month or yeah? Three that doesn't. Like... Maybe it's like a refill for every so many months maybe or like i don't know this this premise is weird i don't understand the entire premise of this episode i don't like, of this part of the episode anyway it's well i do like this weird thing about brother like daphne's brother billy and uh-huh. how he loved going to the doctor yep yep he was all go- the time yeah he would just go and I get know, undressed kind of creepy yeah i don't remember I know one of her brothers is gay. Yeah, I think and, it's Billy. And I was like, I don't really like this subplot they yeah. have going on if that's what they're trying to imply. Yeah, I really do think that this is what they're trying to imply, that it has something to do with Billy's sexuality. Yeah, which is strange. But also he does, I mean, people do this where they just like do these tests to get money, like paid mm-hmm. to do do this yeah so like that part i was like okay that's normal and fine yeah it's almost like he's just into doctors like or something like yeah i think the problem is i think he's into the like into the into the weird he's like an exhibitionist yeah yeah yeah, that's strange okay so um i mean i don't know what else to say about that other than this I, is a thing that happens. 
Yeah. But yeah. that makes me a little uncomfortable. Sure like reading between the lines of it. Right. As just a weird thing about Daphne's family. All right. Yeah. It, you know, but as what far as. What I'm pretty as, sure like, is being implied is like. Yeah. It's like. Mm. That's not a joke I'm comfortable with. So now we have this Dr. Zach ad in the paper mm-hmm. that Fraser sees. Yep. He's very mad about it. Yeah, because part of it is he's mad because he thinks this guy's only getting popular because he's attractive, and partially because he thinks he needs more advertising. He's on the radio, so... Yeah, it doesn't really matter. It's not gonna... No one's gonna... They might tune in because the ad looks good. Right. They're not gonna keep tuning in if the show isn't interesting, right? right? Like, that's how that works. Like, oh, okay, this is an attractive person or attractive ad. I'm going to check this out. Right. But if the show is boring, that the ad isn't really going to help. Right. But the also the 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 other primary issue that we have here is the fact that there Fraser thinks there isn't enough advertising of his show and needs more of it. And and that's the thing is like Dr. Zach's getting advertising and he's getting popular. He's new. Yeah. Of course you advertise the new show. Oh, we didn't mention that, like, Frazier's radio show is dropping off in ratings enough that the show that used to lead into his show, his show is now leading into. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which which is not a great sign. But the other thing is that, like, yeah, actually, I, I had wanted to talk about that bit because he says to Kenny, we should buy more advertising on the lead-in show. And he's like, yeah, they're, they're because they're really popular. And he's like, yeah, they're so popular, they're they're getting the show after you. And it's like, Okay, but there's still a lead-in show. Like, the lead-in show moves to the drive-time radio. There's still a lead-in show. Mm-hmm. It's just not the same one. So it's Well, you would think, like, you would just put it on so people would listen the next day. Right. I'm yeah. saying, like, you put, you put commercials for the show that you're leading into because it's the next show, not because, like... Yeah, but it's a show after Frasier's show. Right? No, the lead-in show is the show before it. The one oh. that's leading into it. So... Oh. It'll continue to be the lead... There, there will continue to be a lead-in show. I thought, just, I thought they were saying that Fraser's show leads into their show. Now it does. Because yeah. they got so popular that they got the drive time show. What I'm saying is a different lead-in show is going to replace it. Oh, oh, you're saying whatever show replaced that. Yeah. Do it. Oh, okay, gotcha. Still increase ads on the lead-in show. Just the the new one. The the show, they should just replace it with just a, like two hours of Frasier. Mm-hmm. Frasier yeah. ad- advertisements. <laughs> right, exactly. It's a good plan. Um, So Frasier is going to call, wants to call BB to like get her on the case. Right. And I, everyone hates BB. Of course. Um, but I like Niles has a line about like, you know, what possessed you? Oh, right, she did. <laughs> uh huh. Which is the thing is, this, I know we've mentioned this before, but it's like any one of these lines you could substitute for a line about Lilith, mm-hmm. and you wouldn't have to change a thing. But the weird thing is that Lilith is still likable. Yeah, BB like, is not likable. Like BB is cartoonishly evil in a way that's like. She she's completely like heartless well, in a yeah, way that she's isn't very believable. over the top. I feel like you have soft moments with Lilith because if you didn't, it would have been really weird that they got married in the first place. Yeah, there is no 
like there there's never a real display of humanity from bb everything seems calculated well yeah because when she does do that you find out she was just faking it right for some other reason yeah right like that's not the case with lilith but i feel like they would use any line they would use for bb they would also use for yeah lilith. i agree with that okay so now we're in bb's office mm-hmm. and i just wrote "Ugh, it's bb <laughs> yeah it's bb being very bb Okay, we're finding out that the another agent's going to take uh, Fraser on. Yeah. It's her receptionist, <laughs> I think. P- Portia Sanders, now, yep. Which is a good name. It is, it is. Um, and As she, is the name of this actress, because it's Kristen Chenoweth. That which, is also a good name. It's a good yeah. name, yeah. But I love that during this whole chat where Fraser's like, I'm kind of, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Um, And wants to, like, walk out. Further wants to walk out when... Doctor's actress shows up, uh-huh. who is apparently using BB as an agent as well, and yep. now is using all her time uh-huh. to help Doctor Zach. Yeah, and now like Fraser has to be stuck with Portia. Yeah. By the way, did you get the impression that Doctor Zach and BB are sleeping together? No, because that okay. wouldn't surprise me though. <laughs> so the reason I thought that is because. When, after he's left, BB's like, you know, Fraser, we've done great things, you and I. We've climbed this mountain together and planted your flag. Now I've discovered another young man who wants to plant his flag. But, like, there's a there's a meaningful pause, and she's, like, looking back at the door, like, he wants to plant this plant his flag. Um, the- I did not yeah. get that. And then he's, he's like, would you deny me the chance to share that adventure? I didn't get it's, that. It's the long pause in the look that she That's gives. That's just BB. <laughs> I, I think her long pause was she was trying to think of another word, oh, but that's all she could think of. She's looking very longingly out at the door in a way that that's makes her think That's because she loves money it and power. Be, it could be. It could be. I, I don't know. That's an interesting question, though. Uh, listeners, yeah. what do you think? <laughs> yeah. Curious what you think. Also, so one of the important things that's coming up as Fraser's like refusing to use Portia as his agent is she keeps wanting to set up a meeting, a like get to know you meeting, but like they definitely know each other. Okay, but the, the weird thing is, obviously she doesn't know him like she would if they she was the agent now. Right. So they need to go and talk about that. Right. And he keeps saying, "Are we met? I know you." Right. But that's. The thing is, like, she does say things that imply that she has not actually met him. If, uh, like... Well, in the, like, nine years of Frasier, we almost never have BB episodes, so that might be true. True. And also, we saw she had a receptionist before, and it was, like, an older woman. It was not Portia. Who was just as manipulative, though. Yes. But, she, yeah, because she was part of, like, BB's schemes mm-hmm. and things, but it definitely wasn't Portia. Like I thought thing- there was a time where we saw Portia before this. If we did, it was a different actress, but but um, I was pretty sure it was her, but maybe not. I might no, have made because that up. The thing is, I immediately recognized her. Okay. So if if she had been the receptionist in a previous episode, I would have been like, Kristen Chenoweth just shows up in this as the like. How do you know her? So I originally saw originally I knew her as like one of the. She showed up in a few episodes of Glee, but she's like a like a Broadway actress that's like I've been in a bunch of other stuff since we saw her in that episode of Glee. But like, so now I watch it and I'm like, oh, that's that's like 
like I immediately knew who that was. Mm. Okay. So now we're in in Martin's defense, Eddie ate some too. Mhm. Okay, so Martin still doesn't want to go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. Or I think like is Fraser in the scene? Yeah, so it starts with Fraser Because like I know they're talking about like how Fraser's talking about how he doesn't want this new agent, but she sent flowers, right? Yeah. yeah. And and muffins, which right. Martin ate all the muffins where I guess Eddie ate some too. Mm-hmm. And then they're just trying to get most of the scene is basically trying to get Martin to go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. And then Niles doesn't want to write the prescription because it would violate his ethics and also probably lots of things as a doctor. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he tries to say that. Right. But I do like that he says it would violate his ethics. Have you asked Frazier? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then and then he was like, yes. And he said no as well. He said right. the same thing you did. Yeah. So, um, but I, like, Daphne says, why don't you give Martin a full medical exam? <laughs> and, and that's then, when, yeah. The, yeah. The, and so they have that, like, uncomfortable moment. And he's like, okay, I'll call the doctor. <laughs> right. Which I do actually really like. Uh, yeah, I thought that part was. Do pretty you think funny. that was Daphne's actual plan the entire time? Uh, no, I don't. And there's a reason that I don't. And but that involves talking about the other half of this scene. Okay. Which is so. Yeah, Frazier has been like dodging Portia, mm-hmm. and you know she keeps. She's being really ruthless. Yeah. And he's just expecting that any minute now he's going to get. Because he's basically walked away from the agency. He right. doesn't. He doesn't get to have BB as an agent, so he wants nothing to do with the right. agency anymore. Right. And especially with Portia, because he thinks Portia isn't skilled enough to do, you know, to help him out. He doesn't want to risk his career on her, you know, her like naive. What career? It's already going down the toilet. So I think he should just give Portia a shot. Well. The thing is, he uh, so he's expecting other agents to start calling him now that they know. Oh, he yeah, is, yeah, 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 yeah. And so, like, I really like that. There's this moment where he's like, you know, the phone will start ringing any minute now, and then everybody turns turns towards the phone, and nothing happens. Mm-hmm. Um. So, but okay. It's also important to know that, like, at the beginning, we see Niles and Daphne, like, pouring themselves cherries. Mm -hmm. Like, they've clearly been drinking them, and they're Mm -hmm. having some more. So then Daphne's like, you know, when the phone doesn't ring, like, how great would it have been if it just, if it rang right at that exact moment? And then it rings a little bit later, and she's just like, oh, so close. And you see Niles reach to try and take the sherry from her. And she just sort of, like gives a like oh, like, like an offended daphne, look and daphne is drunk or something yeah daphne gives sort of like an offended look and slowly moves the sherry away so she can keep drinking it mm-hmm. and yeah i think it's she's a little drunk right now and so when she says that thing about giving a medical exam i think she legitimately thinks that's a solution we've seen daphne drunk on the show and this is not daphne drunk to me i don't think she's drunk i think she's had a couple of sherries mm. and you know and so I think she's just being sort of, you know, uh, I think she just sort of like says things off the top of her head more so than she already does. Uh, and sometimes uh, it's it's kind of silly. But like, if you think about it, you're like, no, 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 no. It would have like, been so good at the phone rang then. <laughs> it would have been. I like, guess the thing like it's just sort of like innocent silliness i think that's coming out but i think part of it is driven by like her having these cherries and so i think when she suggests the medical exam she's just like 
technically that's a solution. And she's not wrong. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that ain't happening. <sighs> Jump back to the studio. Yep. So I love this Portia shows up. Mm-hmm. She goes to talk to Ross. Ross says, oh, it's Wednesday. You know, we just play the b- best of Crane on Wednesday. Uh-huh. She's like, where's Fraser? Yeah, yeah. I hear his voice. Uh-huh. And then we so, see, I love this. So before yes. anything happened, for a second, I believed this. I did too. And then I was like, but that doesn't make any sense. You can't do that once out of every five days. Like, that's way too much. But, like, for a second, I, I was like, for a second, I thought it was bad writing. And then it was like, oh, I see. Yeah, where Fraser's hiding under the desk. Uh huh. And I love how the advice that you partially hear him giving is about confronting problems head on. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Except that he's hiding under a desk, mm-hmm. Portia mm-hmm. being the problem. But yeah. I love that she's outside writing him a note yeah, to, to put, put on a- his car. Uh-huh. And then she comes back. She goes, I was outside writing you a note to put on your car. And then I realized his car is here. That must mean he's here. So uh-huh. here you go. But she doesn't say she still gives him the note. <laughs> right. Yeah. Which is really funny. Yeah. So then Fraser goes on this whole thing about how he wants to save money and represent himself. Mm-hmm. Well, b- before he even says that. Okay. When Portia's still there, what he says to her is like pretty mean. Like he well, gets mean, yeah. really mean in this moment. And, and Well, and Roz calls him out on it. Yeah, and he is completely oblivious. And But it was just like, it made me, that this part made me uncomfortable because I was like, this is... This is, like, legitimately really mean, and, like, in a way that goes beyond Frasier's normal just sort of raging out stuff, where it's, like, personal. Well, if- baby's kind of mean in this way. Yeah, that's usually the thing that makes Frasier realize he can't ma- do what BB says. True. Like, this is different. Like, this is Frasier doing it, and it's, like, yeah, it made me really uncomfortable. Um, but yeah, then he just, des- then once she leaves, that's when he decides, like, he's gonna just represent himself. That should go great. Remember last time he tried to represent, uh, someone and he got the entire station fired? Oh. Uh, I'm sure that'll, that it would go great if he represents himself. Well, this time he has, he's gonna, he's licensed a charm. <laughs> uh-huh. So it's fine. And yeah. he tries to charm Kenny. Yeah. And they're going to the club. Mm-hmm. Like a spa. Yeah kind of club yeah kenny thinks it's not anyway kenny is thirsty yeah like that's why when you said like kenny was thirsty i was like i think that part comes much later because i thought there is this thing earlier in the scene yeah i just don't remember what it was anymore because it doesn't matter because kenny is thirsty yeah he is yeah because he thinks going to the spot he's got to bring his singles no no it's not wrong club yeah even when fraser tells him literally exactly what the club is he's still like convinced that's just code and it's yeah like, because like Roz Roz is like ooh gross essentially yeah and so then he thinks that Fraser is just covering it up mm-hmm. I was like no Kenny you're gross yeah you're gross Kenny you're gross it's which, like he's the new bulldog yeah which to be clear I don't think inherently strip clubs are gross no it's not <laughs> like, about the strip club yeah 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 it's, it's not gross attitude. to go to. I don't think it's gross to go to the strip club. I think yeah. it's gross how that, Kenny is not listening. Right. Yeah. This the, his whole and his, attitude like, about persistence it. that they would. I don't know that. 
I think it would be fine if mm-hmm. Frazier wanted to go to the strip club with mm-hmm. Kenny, but that's not what's happening. Right, yeah. But. So, yeah. So they're going to go to the club where he does like squash and stuff. The squash club. The squash club. You know, it's harvest time. It's full of gourds. It's, har- it's harvest time, y'all. <laughs> what's that person that that is controversial? Like Sandra Lee, who was a person that was on Food Network and she did all those like tablescapes oh, and she's like, look oh. at my tablescape and she did all these shortcuts. Oh, her. Oh, yeah, her. Yeah. Oh. Um, but anyway, yeah, she Sandra might Lee, say that. I think is right. Something like that. But I, I feel like she just like, she did like hacks on food. <laughs> right. Which is fine. That's like what people do. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, we buy this and then we like make some of it and then we use this other stuff that's already made because uh-huh. i don't have a lot of time right because i had to devote all my time to my tablescape <laughs> right you know mm-hmm. the thing we all do yeah everybody loves a good tablescape yep <laughs> okay so now we're in one of my favorite places niles's car <laughs> uh-huh and martin and niles are there okay i just want to say as soon as this police officer shows up i'm like this is fake <laughs> see i didn't i didn't catch it i didn't pick I it mean, up i mean and it might be because i've seen this episode yeah. before and it's like i remembered that mm-hmm. but duh he's done this before he's always asking his police friends to like do some trick on his son yeah and yeah. so he says like oh like martin's like oh you made an illegal left turn over there and yeah. but if you quickly uh write me that prescription mm-hmm I'll call it off. Yeah. And so, and I just like, he's like, I took an oath and you're making me like you're blackmailing me. Yeah. But you know what? He wrote, wrote the, you know, like he gets the ticket waved away. Mm-hmm. Martin confesses. And then so does Niles where he just drew a dog. <laughs> yeah. I want to see the drawing of the dog. <laughs> Sad about that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I. As you said, like, obviously, it's you think it was obviously fake because, you know, the um, he's done this thing before. Mm-hmm. So I do really like that Niles kind of caught him on it. Mm-hmm. He's just like, yeah. I, but I also, I think he was just willing to pay the ticket. Yeah. Or, yeah. like, he was, or he was willing to, like, do this thing because he he knew that he wasn't going to, like break his oath and his ethics right he's just gonna take martin to the to the doctor anyways right but i also like that i I feel like he probably drew that picture of the dog because as soon as martin started doing this thing to blackmail him he was probably like oh i know what's up Mm. let me like let me like turn it around on him which i think is really good because like niles usually doesn't manage to get the best of martin in this kind of thing so i like that he actually did so they're still going to the doctor still going to that doctor yep Okay, and so here we are in the spa, mm-hmm. a little the athletic club. <laughs> yep. And and Kenny and Fraser just had a nice steam. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I do like Kenny in this moment. I like this is one yeah. of the Kenny things I did like where he's like, I could get addicted to that. What was that stuff? And steam. Is just it- steam. <laughs> but I do like a good sauna. Like it's I almost never actually go in one, but I do really like it when I when I do. I like that the little things that they it kind of smells like chocolate to me like the cedar Mm. or whatever they Mm -hmm. use i always kind of think it has this weird chocolatey (laughs) smell to it interesting 
I don't know why. Mm-hmm. It is weird to go sit in a sweaty room on top of other people's sweaty sweats. So. <laughs> You're sitting on a bench of someone else's sweaty sweats. That's true. That is true. Just sweating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A hotel towels <laughs> that have all had someone else's sweaty sweats on them. That's true. That is true. Um, wow, now I just super gross myself out. Yeah, I never really thought about that part yeah, of it. Yeah, anyway, sorry. <laughs> um, I don't like saunas anymore. I did, but now I don't. We'll just get our own. You can have your own in The Sims. <laughs> uh-huh. I feel like that's the closest I'll ever come to owning a house. It's just building one in The Sims. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we could just go in the back room and we'll take a lot of garbage bags and like tape it up and like seal it, and then we can just put like a, like a hot plate. I'm imagining like Gigi in there with some goggles on. <laughs> That's adorable. I know. I just want to get little goggles. It didn't work with the little hat we tried to put on her. Yeah, she didn't like that very much. Um, anyway, so Kenny steps out to go try and get some free combs, and um, <laughs> and that's when Portia shows for up. those combs. Yeah, and that's when Portia How shows up. How did she up. get back here? I mean, it's not that hard to. I'm, oh, you mean like into the club and things? Yeah, like, into the club. In, in the club. Um, I don't know, but like maybe she has access. She could have access to this club. It doesn't surprise not in me. A, the, like, not this locker room. No, well, I mean, the locker room, usually a locker room isn't going to be like locked. You just go back there. D- yeah, despite it having lock right in the name. Yeah. The, the only th- thing, I think it's just because their lockers are locked. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I just want to say, so when she goes back there, Fraser like quickly wraps a towel around himself. Yeah. Kelsey Grammer is definitely not actually wearing anything in this scene. How do you know? And there was a like a bit of there's a bit of butt showing in this scene. There's a significant amount of butt for this scene in this scene. Like it's not quite that like NYPD blue like KG. <laughs> but I'm just saying, there's some there's some Kelsey butt happening in this scene. I guess I wasn't looking for it. It's fast, but it's like that's Kenny like, is he... thirsty. <laughs> like you remember, there was that the actually this is interesting. Remember uh, the episode uh, "The Dog That Rocks the Cradle" by Bob Daly, mm-hmm. which featured where I mentioned that like there's a shot of Bulldog where like there's he's out on the balcony and uh-huh. like what's blocking him uh-huh. is so low you can see like tan line uh-huh. and such yeah there was more showing of kelsey Grammer for this moment than there was of bulldog in that scene just butts there's butts bob daly's getting uh, coming up with a reason to show some butts well it's trying to make it edgy he's trying like yeah. dr zach show he's, yes <laughs> anyway, so yeah, Porsche's there, and she will not take no for an answer until she hears until Fraser hears him out. Here's okay. her out. I'm pretty sure that what she's doing now constitutes some kind of harassment. Oh yeah, no, it absolutely does. And that he could get kind of some kind of restraining order at this point. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know what you have to do to show that, but I mean, like he's said no to her. Yeah. Several times. And I think like this episode is to show like her tenacity. Yeah. But I don't. And like and why she's a good agent, why she would be a good agent or something. Right. But I think at some point, like at this point, she's crossed the line. Mm hmm. So where it's just no longer appropriate. And I get like this is the joke. But yeah. is this like funny? 
so here's the reason why I think it isn't especially upsetting. Okay. It's mostly just funny and not upsetting. And it is this the one simple fact is that Frasier is a like large broadly built man and she is a tiny woman. Mm. And so in this situation if this situation while embarrassing is not dangerous for him right now. And if this if the role were reversed, it's dangerous and that's w- the moment where you go no, this is completely unacceptable. I'm not saying it's acceptable. I'm saying yeah, I still it's, think it's, it's not, not acceptable. A, right, it's not over a line. There's a line that I think because if he well, this is the kind of show how she's able to sort of convince them mm-hmm. that what she can do and how she hooks them into her ideas. Right, and I'm kind of okay with her doing that because they. One, Frasier was just a huge jerk to her. And yeah. she didn't and she didn't back down to that because she wants this gig. Right. And she believes she has good ideas, but she, someone needs to listen to them. Yeah, and I and I get that. And right. we have this I feel like there's movies that have people doing this thing, like kind of ridiculous over the top things because the CEO, COO, or whatever mm-hmm. won't listen to their ideas, and it's like, hey, I need you to like meet me and listen to my ideas, right? But I wish we didn't live in a world where like people think there's some point of like chasing like your dreams where it's just like super inappropriate. Yeah, the thing is, there's one other reason. So there's a couple more reasons why I'm okay with it. I guess it's professional, but the fact is, she goes into a locker room where Kenny is naked. Uh huh. Yeah, the thing is, if Frasier, I think part of the thing is Frasier, I think, is dismissing her. A major part of the reason he's dismissing her, I think, is because he thinks she's small and has a high-pitched voice and is nice. Yes. And he's expecting BB. And, like, physically and in demeanor, she's the opposite of BB up until this point. Like, the B, mm-hmm. like, you, like, in... You could not be more, much more different from BB in mm. the way that she portrays and holds herself. And I think a lot of it is he's assuming she can't be successful because of a lot of things that honestly kind of probably come down to sexism. Mm. And if he heard her out and then said, no, I disagree. I don't think you're right for me. Well, could what would the conflict in this episode be if they had... I think it would actually have been more interesting to see them have a meeting where she was talking about our ideas. And but seeing, that's what this is. We are now. That's what this well, scene yeah, ends up being. Yeah, but I, I just... I guess this premise is just not very strong. I'm more okay with this premise. I, like, I think it, the thing is, I think it's Frasier is a jerk. A lot of the conflict in this is... Frasier is a condescending jerk. Mm-hmm. And if you take a lot of that away, the conflict well, goes away. I mean, so we see that Dr. Zach is also at this, like, we do health up, club. Yeah. And then, like, so after, like, she sells the pitch and what the, like, ending scene in this where, mm-hmm. like, she sort of, well, she walks away with Kenny's pants by, like, accident. Yeah. And then, like, we see Frasier steal, like, Dr. Zach's pants. Uh-huh. 
why? Like, this is so... Because he's being a petty jerk. This is... All of this episode is him being a petty jerk. Okay, so I'm like just... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like this is going to be a really fast episode. Pretty fast, yeah. The last week's was pretty fast. This one is also... I, I will say, I do like her... She Her, like... Essentially, it's her elevator pitch. You know, mm-hmm. it's like she's... Yeah, yeah. She's clearly worked out an elevator pitch. This is what I'm going to do. You got to listen. What's an elevator pitch? Uh, an elevator pitch is a thing that you're supposed to learn to like sell your idea in the amount of time it takes to ride up the elevator. Oh, okay. Like if, if that's the only way you can do it, the only way you can get some time to do it, pitch your idea in the time it takes to ride up the elevator. Okay. And I think she she that's what she does. She nails an elevator pitch here, and that's exactly what she had to do. And and I think she does that really well. Well, I'm nothing against her. So, I don't know. Let's, I guess we have to do, like, collars and drinks. and. Yeah. Wow, yeah. This is real short. Anyway, yeah, we're at There drinks. wasn't a lot. There's not a lot not to, like, to go it. in in yeah. this episode. Like, yeah. So. Yeah, not a whole lot. Yeah, so drinks. We see, like, some orange juice and some coffee at sherry. the breakfast table. They have some sherry, yeah. N- nothing all that interesting. But, yeah, there's a fair amount of sherry apparently being drunk in this uh, episode. Uh, colors in this episode. Uh, Garth. Well, first there's Janet who called in to Dr. Zach's Oh! Who, she was played by Cherry Jones, who is another one of those actresses that as soon as I see her, I'm like, I know her face, but it's hard for me to figure out where I know her from. Mm-hmm. So she's in, like, she's in Signs in the Village. She's also in, um, like, a like an episode of The West Wing, uh, an episode of like some other shows that I've watched, and she's in a couple of episodes of The Handmaid's Tale as like the mom, Alfred's mom. Oh. And then Garth, who called in about the family budget, was played by Pat Boone. Oh. Who, <laughs> yeah. Uh, who, if anyone doesn't know, he's remember like remember that stunt he did where he pretended he was goth. Do you remember that, like edgy? <laughs> no, but that sounds amazing. Sounds like sounds really yeah. Kind of I like incredible. did something like on some music show because he's like a Christian singer, I think. Yeah, and he's been yeah, he's been doing stuff since like the fifties, and you know he's acted yeah, in a he, few like, things. Yeah, like wore some kind of leather and like did, <laughs> yeah. That's great. That is great. I want to see that. All right. Do you have a, what's a good word? No, I didn't have any good words. Yeah, I didn't notice any really standout words either. So I guess let's rate the episode. Um, two point five Garth. Yeah, I'm gonna give it like two point six Porsches. Okay. So yeah, that's gonna bring Bob Daly's rating down a bit. He's currently at a uh, three point four eight three five four six three one seven. Oh. And uh, <laughs> that's gonna come down some. I'm not surprised we didn't rate this very high. This. On IMDb is a seven point three, so it's even lower than last week's Kirby episode. I and oh, did I like the Kirby episode? No, last week wasn't Kirby. Yeah, it was. Oh, did I like the Kirby episode? I think you thought it was okay. It was you gave it like a three. I think you thought it was. Well, fine. it had a good word. It had good words, and it had togs. It did. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh this... no, I liked the episode before that. Yes. This is even closer to that lowest rating ever of 
Like the mm. lowest Frasier rating. It's weird. It's not. I don't actually think this is a bad I episode. I know. This is the, the explanation we give every time we give well, a low rating. Well, I had to like give it. I don't know. Like there's just, just nothing happens in this episode really. Yeah. It's just not. It's like okay. Yeah. The, okay. Like the funniest moments in it, I think, are like it's a it's a chuckle. You know, yeah. there are moments that made me like, really unhappy. There's unha- no one. There's no Daphne doesn't give any line about passionate ghosts, so it's right. just like hard to beat that. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, yes. so let's just go into the part of the episode where we respond to messages you send us on Twitter at Fraser Podcast or by email at FraserPod at gmail.com. It's called I'm Listening. It's called We're, We're listening. listening. We're Listening. Yes. Sorry. Um, just me. <laughs> we got an email from Sean Holland who said, as far as I remember, Kirby is in only one more episode, although I may have blocked out more. And according to IMDb... To Jillian on her 37th birthday is about a man dating his wife's ghost. <gasps> Which I did not realize. I knew this as just sort of generally a romantic comedy of some kind. I did not realize he's dating his wife's ghost. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, I now I know. I need to want to watch this movie now. Yep. And then bring back TGI Date Night. So we can have a thing about well, it. If it's good. If it's a good movie. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> but also glad to hear that Kirby's on the back for one more episode. Because the thing is, like, he's supposed to be, like, shadowing Frasier. We don't see him once in this episode. Thank goodness. Well, yeah. You can't know. have an episode. Okay. What would be the worst cast to have? If Simon, <laughs> Kirby, and BB. Uh-huh. And Daphne's mom all in the same episode. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, that's that would be... Oh, and then, like, Sherry is also in that episode. Dr. Mary. Dr. Mary. hmm And Bob. <laughs> I, I think out of all those people, I don't actually hate Sherry, and I... Dr. Mary's fine. I mean, my the reason I think it would be bad is because the writers don't write Dr. Barry no, very well. Yeah, like, they in don't a way write that would Dr. Make Mary see. very well. Yeah. Also, the, like, jerky friend that Roz was dating, the, that Fraser became friends oh, with. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The boat guy. Yeah. Was he, oh. was he the new friend? He was the new friend. Yeah. 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 Bob was the friend. Yeah. He was and the new friend. And then the other, yeah, he yeah. can come back. <laughs> Right. But then our favorite. You know. Oh, no. Oh. Not our favorite. The going back oh to the, gosh, the cast. Right? No, no. The oh. cast of like the worst the having the worst people Noel would have to be in it. It should just all be an episode but without any of the main cast in it and mm-hmm. they're just in it. But then they're just like like Fraser and Niles are in it like arguing in the background, but it's not really <laughs> about them. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so the you No. Know. <laughs> mhm. Our favorite. Hmm. I I'm, I'm I feel like there's an obvious answer that you're gonna say, and oh, Roger. Yeah, Roger. Oh, Roger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, Roger. Yeah, Roger's my favorite. Of course, absolutely. I feel like I I hope things are going well between him and Roz. Roz and Roger. Hmm. Roger. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then uh, Sean goes on to say, 
Now the fun part, Thomas Jefferson was obsessed with wine. He bought so much as an ambassador to France, he went into debt. Side note, he also brought back macaroni and cheese from Italy. Man. What? Wow, yeah. Had no uh, idea. Yeah, me either. He chronically had money issues and spending on wine was a big part. Uh, like when, uh, like Niles, when Maris cut him off. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that's what it sounds like. Man, Thomas Jefferson was really interesting. And the worst. By the way, also still just the worst, but he brought us macaroni I, and cheese, so that's cool. But also he's the worst. You know. Not in any way an endorsement of Thomas Jefferson, but yay macaroni and cheese. <laughs> I mean, like, he did some good things. He also did a lot of terrible things. So Is that why in that song it said call call it macaroni? <laughs> no, that is a completely different thing. Well, fine. That's um, that was uh, a term. Macaroni used to be a term used for um, for 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 fancy lads, and so um, Yankee Doodle proved that he was fancy by putting a feather in his cap. Now he's like, look, a macaroni, and it, and and it was meant to be like a joke about how like now we just say you're a baller, <laughs> right? And it, no one says that anymore. Don't say that. No. That's not a hip lingo. No, neither is hip lingo. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, it was the idea was that. Yankee Doodle thought he could become, like, all fancy just by sticking a feather in his cap. And, like, that doesn't actually make you fancy. Um, hard disagree. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I think it's pretty fancy. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what fancy is now. Like, it has to do with wearing designer clothes, and you only know the designer because their name is all over it, and the logo's all over it. Or... I mean, you get those sneakers that, like, you got to wait in line for, and there's only, like, 12 in the world. And their name is all over it. <laughs> That's Sometimes. the only way Sometimes. you know people are moneyed. Uh, people that know those shoes, they know. That you they got those singles. They're like, you got the singles for the club. Now you need the fives. Most clubs use fives. I got the tens. Wow. High roller over here. Speaking yeah, I wear which, a feather in my hat. Speaking of which, yeah, a reminder that we forget about every once in a while, but we do have a Patreon. We have a Patreon, so if you want to help us get those singles. I was going to say, our feathers. <laughs> Just help us buy some macaroni and cheese. <laughs> yeah, please buy some macaroni and cheese. Uh, and you can do so for as little as a dollar a month, and you get all kinds of... Uh, bonus audio and oh my gosh, they're the saddest. You should put a content warning. Yeah, the... today's is a little sad. You should put a content um, warning on that. Yeah. Should... but either way, yeah, patreoncom slash arcade and you know there's all kinds of like bonus audio and other things on also, there that you can watch. Twenty twenty meeting possibility reminder. Yeah. yeah, don't forget to tell us and and let us know if you're thinking about showing up and all that. And uh, I mean, we'll keep talking we'll about keep it. Talking it's about not it. even twenty twenty yet. It's not. But not. it's an idea that we have in the works, and yep. we'll know more. But just letting everyone know, yeah, yeah. new and old listeners alike. Mm -hmm. So, twenty twenty sometime, and probably s summer, summery fall time. I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out. Um, we'll figure we'll it let out. you know when we've got it figured out. But anyway, uh, anything else that you wanted no. to say on this episode? Yeah, mm. didn't really have a whole lot to say on it. So. Uh, with that, this has been episode 910, Junior Agent, and this is TGIF Arcade wishing you all good mental health. Don't forget to look behind things. <laughs> 
Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs is a production of TGIF Arcade. For more info about the show, find us at Fraser Podcast on Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook. You can also write to us at FraserPod at gmail.com. Diana is at Sweet Lime on Twitter, and I'm Slow Motion Walter just about everywhere on the internet. If you like the show and want to help us do more, you could consider making a small monthly donation at patreon.com slash TGIF Arcade. Thanks for listening. Good